Welcome to the Pretty Healthy Family Podcast. We're passionate about helping you restore your metabolism for confidence, energy, and fat loss without giving up the foods you love. We're your hosts, Josh and Brittany. Listen for simple, easy-to-follow tips and strategies that you can start implementing today to get long-term results. We're so glad you're here. Let's go ahead and jump into the episode. Welcome back to Pretty Healthy Family. Welcome back. (laughs) (laughs) All my pretty healthy people. All our pretty healthy family. Yeah. Uh, So today, uh, we're going to just have an open discussion of how has your views and your experience on fitness, how have those changed over the years? So we're talking about me. Well, I I mean, we can talk about me too, but let's start with you. (laughs) Okay. Wow. Uh, My views have changed a lot. Um, And a lot of that is because I am much more educated now about it. And also I care more about my health now and also my appearance in a way, in a different way, I guess. I've always cared about it, but differently. So yeah, uh, let's see here. Years upon years ago, I used to believe that cardio was the best thing for me and like high intensity workouts. So that's what I did. And I did a lot of two a days. Mm-hmm. What phase of life was, was this in? Uh, for me, it was when I was a professional model and I was traveling quite a bit. So it was extremely important that I be lean. And I thought that I needed to work out a ton in order to be lean. And on top of that, because I was traveling, I was in places like Germany and Cape Town and Italy, where I would sometimes literally walk for miles upon miles a day, like sometimes 10 miles a day, just to and from castings, because aside from working out, eating and going to castings and work, I didn't have much else to do. So my steps and cardio and workouts were just insane. Yeah. Um, being that you were traveling so much, I mean, was it even on your radar to look for strength-based workouts? I thought that I was doing strength-based workouts. I actually thought I had a really good mix of cardio and strength as part of my routine because I incorporated weights, but looking back, they were really lightweights, like 12, 15 pounds, maybe 20 pounds here. If I was really pushing it. Mm-hmm. And I did a lot of reps and I mean, I was sweating and I thought that sweating meant, okay, like that's a good workout. And I mean, sweating for me because I'm not a huge sweater. So for Mm -hmm. me to sweat at all, I was really pushing myself. (laughs) Yeah. And and I think that makes sense. And I still hear the phrase now that, uh, obviously from women is you lift big weights, you're going to get bulky and with your body essentially being what you're selling, being a professional model, was that something you kept on reiterating in your head that if I went to heavier weights, I'm going to look big and bulky and then I won't have a job? Oh yeah, absolutely. I definitely chose the style of workouts that I was doing because I thought that it was going to get me the body that I wanted. I wanted to be lean. I wanted to be thin and skinny. I did not want to be bulky. So in my eyes, why would I lift heavy weights? I don't want to look like the bulky girl at the Mm -hmm. gym. I think that's great if she wants to, but I don't want to look like that. I, I have a job and I need to get paid for my job. (laughs) And with those workouts was nutrition, something you thought would enhance your workouts or was it something completely different and that you they weren't in parallel really? 
oh, my nutrition was very much on the front of my mind, but it had nothing to do with my workouts. I did not connect the two that my nutrition could fuel my workouts or my body to help change my body or anything like that. I simply thought that I needed to control my nutrition in order to control the size of my body mm-hmm. in terms of fat. All right. So what's, what's the next step? Like what did, what was the next awakening or transition in your life from walking 10 miles a day? Cardio is king. At one point you, you moved to into something else and maybe modeling wasn't as big a part of your life. Um, well, I shifted into yoga first and I even got my yoga teacher certification and I started shifting away from all the cardio that I was doing. And this is when I met you. (laughs) So I didn't have as much time to do all the stuff that I was doing because I was spending most of my time developing that relationship with you. So I'm glad you did. (laughs) (laughs) Me too. It worked out. Obviously here we are. (laughs) Um, but that, while it was wonderful in certain aspects, I loved the, the community of it. My body started changing in a way it was not okay with. And I didn't really understand it at the time, other than the fact that I just thought it, beca- it was because I wasn't doing the cardio that I was doing. Because in, in my eyes, I was still strength training. Yeah, I, I do remember that time, especially as you moved in and we started sharing a home together. Um, you were practicing a lot of yoga, especially with the yoga teacher training. I was the subject, so I even <laughs> received a lot of yoga training. Um, but when we would have the conversations around strength training, your reply, I felt like, was, you go to a yoga class and tell me it's not really hard or it's not strength training. <laughs> and it is hard. It is hard. And especially for someone like me who has terrible balance. <laughs> like I am, I'm very self-conscious when I go to yoga, but it, it, it is very difficult. The strength movements are difficult, but. It's, and I did the kind with weights too. Yeah. I did both classes. But even kinds. those it's, you're maxed out at 10, 20, sometimes 15 <laughs> Especially pounds. in that hot room. Yeah. In the, in those hot rooms and the hot yoga. But it's different from pulling a hundred and something pounds off the floor with a deadlift. Oh, it's completely different. It's just a different style of strength training. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So from there, I ended up going back to the gym and fizzled out with yoga almost entirely. Uh, I kept some connections in the community. That was the best thing I took away from yoga. And I actually do love yoga. I think it's a great workout. I want to make that clear. I'm not here to bash yoga. I, I do really enjoy it. And if I had time, I would incorporate it occasionally into my workouts. I just don't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so I took away some relationships from that because the community from yoga is pretty outstanding, I felt like. And it's I really enjoyed the community, even more so than the strength training community. But from there is when I started to shift more into strength training again. And I initially started the way I had before with more hit workouts and I started to become more educated and learning how I didn't necessarily need those hit workouts to achieve the body that I wanted. And they were just causing me a lot of stress. I didn't enjoy them. So I started shifting to more strength-based training at that time. Yeah. I remember, uh, you getting, um, what's his Brett Contreras, like the glute program, Mm-hmm. And trying to combine that with, I think at that time it was a little bit of yoga. And then we tried to combine that with the HIIT workouts, which the strength training, the glute training program is very just hardcore strength work. Like you're doing pure strength. <laughs> yeah. You're doing hip thrusts, like put some weight on the bar. And it was very contradictory and not 
Um, I had to actually use a barbell. I couldn't substitute out dumbbells anymore. Yeah. And, and your heart rate wasn't going through the roof and you weren't sweating. And so how does it feel when you do a strength workout and you're not sweating? Do you feel like you're still getting a good workout? Cause I feel some people are addicted to the sweat at this point. I do now, but initially I think that I, f- I believe that I felt I didn't, I was not getting the workout that I had been getting beforehand. Whereas now I think because I have the education behind me and the experience and also having seen my body change doing less, I now understand that being sweaty and getting your heart rate up aren't necessary to have a good workout. While they're not bad, they aren't necessary to achieve certain physicals. Yeah. And I really like a couple of things you say there is that, um, doing more, but with less. Mm-hmm. So you're, are, are doing less, but getting a better result. So when you were doing yoga or the hit workouts, how many days a week were you working out or moving? It could, cause it could be a light run or whatever you may be doing. And what do you see now? It, what kind of change was that? How many days a week were you doing before? How many days a week are you really working out now? I was working out probably five days a week at that time, maybe six days. Cause I think we were doing orange theory on Saturdays too, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I did a lot of two a days at that time. And I was even doing, I would even jump in like a Pilates class, but then mm-hmm. I would still have to go to the gym too. So I did a lot of two a days then, whereas now I work out four to five days, but five days pretty consistently. And I, my workout is finished in 45 minutes almost every single time. Yeah. And so in terms of the results, the aesthetic, maybe it's the muscle growth. Um, how are you able to achieve that now? I achieve it through progressive overload. So my 45 minutes is spent lifting something heavy, (laughs) something as heavy as I possibly can and increasing that as much as I possibly can. Because by increasing that, I am putting little tiny microscopic tears in my muscle that repair themselves as I sleep and therefore get bigger. Mm -hmm. And another thing that you do now is you follow an upper lower sequence. So you're working all lower body on a Monday and then some upper body on a Tuesday where I feel like a lot of hip programs and even yoga, it's almost full body every single day. Mm -hmm. doesn't really allow your body to truly recover enough. I think both, both of those options are really great options for anyone. And I really think most of that boils down to one, your schedule and two personal preference. Mm -hmm. So for me, I prefer a split So that makes more sense, obviously, that I would choose a split. And also because I am able to work out five days. So a split works out really well for me. But for someone else, you can still achieve very similar results that I'm getting with a full body workout if you only have three days to work, two or three days to work out per week. But if you have more days to work out and you enjoy it, I do think that a split is a great idea because you do have more time to recover between. Yeah. And I I personally, I'm on a full body because... For strength training, I'm trying to prioritize three to four days, and that allows for a good full body day, three to four days a week, where if I was doing five, I think a upper lower split would be mm-hmm. more enticing. Yeah. So I think that's something that's very individualized. Yeah. And it, yeah, based off of time. So um, 10, 20 years ago, we'll say 10, 
because 20 makes us sound like really old. <laughs> um, We're older than you think we are. <laughs> <laughs> um, nutrition didn't play a part. You didn't even think about nutrition. They were two very separate, two different silos, nutrition and exercise. Mm-hmm. How does nutrition really, how do you look at nutrition through the lens of what I want to accomplish through my exercise? Well, now my goal is to fuel my body. I want to fuel muscle growth because I know that I need to eat enough calories in order for my body to be able to give my muscles the fuel it needs in order to be able to grow and also to give me the energy throughout the day to think clearly. When I go back, when I think back to when I was eating mostly vegan, when I was a vegetarian and I had a really hard time thinking clearly and my digestion was absolutely horrid. I had no idea um, how bad it was until I started eating to fuel my body and not just what I quote thought was healthy. Mm -hmm. So now I try to prioritize protein in a way that I never have before. In fact, just by increasing my protein, I saw positive changes in my body that I hadn't before. And I don't feel the stress around food as a result because I know that the calories that I'm eating ultimately will add to the physique that I want in the end anyway. Yeah. And speaking of like really the physique that you want, um, a lot of muscle adaptation is going to come from really adding intensity to those strength movements. So those, Mm -hmm. um, not just... I'm lifting a 15 pound dumbbell 30, 40 times, but I'm lifting a 30 pound dumbbell like eight times. And it gets really hard around that seventh or eighth rep. Mm-hmm. Coming from a very high rep, low weight style into a lower rep, heavy weight style, was there certain things that kind of ran through your mind of not really understanding what true difficulty in a strength movement was. Oh yeah. My difficulty in a strength movement back in the day was just sweating. And I easily could have cranked out more reps <laughs> with the weight that I was doing. Whereas now sometimes there's just no way I can get another rep in. Yeah. And, and they call that RPE or relative perceived effort, effort where in that eight, nine, out of 10 range, you just, you have one left in the tank or zero left in the tank. And that's mm-hmm. going to be your 10 out of 10. And I feel like we see the most progress when people are continually hitting that seven to eight, or maybe they have one more rep in the tank, but it's really hard to achieve that level of intensity when you're doing 20, 30 plus reps in a workout. Um, I think I've seen that with HIIT workouts where you're just pumping out reps, pumping out reps. Even mm-hmm. in yoga, it's a lot of that repetition as opposed to just staying with that muscle tension long enough where you just can't get another rep. I also want to add that going back to how I used to think that this would make me bulky, Now I fully understand that lifting weights is not going to make me bulky. In fact, it's taking me ages to put on the muscle that I want because at max, you can only put on one to two muscle pounds of muscle per month in the, in a year's time that adds up to be quite a bit, but that actually takes forever to put on enough muscle to look bulky. So it's very hard to look that way. And it takes a lot of intention and effort and strategy and planning if you want to look bulky. 
Yes, it takes so much strategy, effort, and planning. The people who you look at as, wow, they're a little bulky, they were probably working out for 10 years to get that <laughs> aesthetic or that figure, that that form. Um, and they're eating just so many calories that you're probably not eating. Yeah, I have no desire to eat that many calories. Yeah. And, and, <laughs> and, and that's how they got is. there. And, and that was their true intention. So, yeah, it takes a lot of effort to look bulky. And I would challenge anyone, try to look bulky and just see how hard it is. Because <laughs> it will be hard. <laughs> um, so in your kind of previous life of heavy cardio, heavy hit, that's almost impossible to keep up with if you're pregnant. Where <laughs> strength training, I feel like that's something you kept up with even during your pregnancy. I kept up with it a little bit. Uh I basically, I walked and I did some strength training, but I did start dialing back on the weights and listening to my body. I was really struggling with, uh, fatigue at that time and motivation to keep going. But also I think that had to do with the fact that we were in lockdown during the pandemic and COVID. So it's kind of hard to be motivated in your home with absolutely no stimulation from the outside world whatsoever. Yeah. How are you saying that? <laughs> Me as the only stimulation wasn't enough? I'm not going to take that as a jab, even so, though I would 100% agree. And we also didn't, <laughs> at the time, we didn't have the equipment Correct. that I really needed. So I kept trying all these different online apps and stuff to work out. And the workouts were so boring for pregnancy, like for pregnancy. So maybe that's something that we need to do is create a plan for, uh, for women to do while they're pregnant that actually involves strength training, because I was craving to, to do strength work. We mm -hmm. just didn't have the equipment to do it at home. And I couldn't find the plans at the time. And now I could program my own workout plan and we have the equipment. So I think it would be a completely different story. Mm -hmm. So what are some things that you wish you would have started earlier? Um, is it just strength training? Is there certain movements you felt you've fallen in love with, um, with this different approach? I used to hate leg workouts when I was doing the hit and the cardio. I've never enjoyed running, even when I was running half marathons and doing the Spartan Beast and the mud runs and things like that. I just forced myself to do them because that's what I thought I needed to do to be lean. So I wish that I could have just had the knowledge that I do now so I could have taken the advantage of strength training the way that I do now, because I actually enjoy it. I always thought that I would hate strength training uh, because I didn't enjoy it. The version of it I was doing then, but now I think it's actually really interesting because I'm able to challenge myself and push myself in ways I didn't know were possible. And I think because of that challenging aspect of it, I actually enjoy it more and I look forward to going to the gym because I think, okay, am I going to be able to increase 10 pounds this week? Maybe that'd be kind of cool. I mean, you do come home and you have a smile on your face when you say, I, I increased 10 pounds on my squat again. Yeah. And so having those little wins along the way, I, we did a, an episode about ways progress shows up mm -hmm. and that's a beautiful way for progress to show up is in the, the strength elements and, and adding more weight to the bar. It's very motivational. Yeah. 
And I definitely did not have that motivation back then. My only motivation back then was to be skinny. Now my motivation is to be stronger. <laughs> yeah. And which many times results in a, I, I don't like to use the word skinny, but in a skinnier frame, in a leaner frame. Yeah. Lean and strong. Yeah, because you're adding in more muscle. The more muscle will allow for a higher calorie burn and probably your metabolism's running efficiently, which is going to make it a healthier you. And when you don't have to ask your husband to to throw the, the bags in the overhead bin, you're like, you sit down. I got this. And you just throw it up there. There's a little bit of like, I can do this on my own. Mm-hmm, absolutely. If you know you're ready to lose weight and build muscle while simultaneously improving your relationship with food, but would love some additional support, we're here to help you. We know that dieting too strictly for too long can slow your metabolism and we can help you restore it with our proven PHF method. We've helped hundreds of others reach their physique and health goals without having to give up the foods they love or constantly being on a diet. And we'd love to help you too. Fill out the obligation-free application in the show notes or at prettyhealthycoaching.com.